what's up everybody i'll be today's host but don't worry porter's still here oh is that my turn oh i'm sorry danny yeah thanks oh i'm sorry about that yeah i'm I'm here i'm here (laughs) and more importantly producer joey is definitely here oh what a dick because she needs to keep the lights on and the ice cream frozen that's right you know, we are going to do a little different, and we will explain why shortly. I promise I won't talk your ear off too much, because you definitely don't want to hear that. But we're going to start off with a little question. How did you guys like the music? He's waiting for an answer. They can't hear you. <laughs> they can hear him. Uh, we can't hear them. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> What did you guys think? Am I doing a good job? You, you am, I doing, am I doing a good job being the Danny today? <laughs> oh, man. The shoe so is on is... the other foot. <laughs> How does it feel, Danny? I'm so glad this is only temporary. <laughs> no, like you said, Danny, we're trying something new with the music. We're switching it up. We're seeing what we like, what we don't like. Yeah, um, you know, I'm I'm going to just speak for me, but I, I don't know if I am just speaking for me. You know, that... Our original theme, it was nice, you know, but I think we're at a point now where it's time for something new. Yeah. And so we're trying a few. Um, you'll, we'll make a decision when you're when we're ready. But if you guys got thoughts on it, you know, hit us up on the forums, get us on the Discord, you know, all that. But um, back to host Daniel Tyson. Yeah. Well, you know what? Well, we started with it. We might as well pivot to you, and uh, let you take care of the business. Ooh, oh, he threw that ball right back he, in your lap. He did. Um, yeah, but nobody wants to hear me say this. All right, in the business of the business, you're already, I don't want to say good at it, but... Oh, you know, burn. No, we no, wouldn't want to hold come on. Out, of course. Hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> this on. Guy, I this. am saying you are way better at it than I am. So, But you're still not good at it. Care. I'm still not good at it. No. <laughs> Yeah, I'm fucking, what, 20, 20 weeks now, 20 episodes? Oh, yeah. Something and like that. Something like that. And that's that's fine. No good, thanks, Dan. You're welcome. You're, you're some good friendsmanship. Well, if you're going to be the Danny, someone's got to give you shit. That's a good point. That is true. That is a good point, you know, because... You know. So, on to the business. Yeah, on to the business. Um, by the way, thank you for tuning in to Rage Across the Internet, <laughs> which is the name of the show. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of forgot that. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> but we—what a disaster! I love it. <laughs> this is a hot right. mess all over the this place. It really is. It's, you know, it's like a—it's like a room full of banana peels and rakes, and we're just, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Temporary. No, but we do. We got some stuff on deck. Um, first things first. A uh, quick thank you to John and Nicole for their donations. All right. And that was with the uh, the old donation, the old donation button. Yes. Which he is still around if that's how you want to do your thing. But, um, you know, we do have the Patreon now. Yes. And, um, you know, it's worth noting that anyone who did use the donate button before the Patreon was there, they are grandfathered in for rewards for that month. Okay. But to my understanding, we still got, we still got the... the Donate for the time being. Yep. Um, if that's how you want to do it, but now that the Patreon's here, you do not get Patreon rule because you've made that decision. Mm-hmm. Just uh, it's a little confusing. I just want to make that clear. Um, that said, we are what this is week two under week two under the three under the Discord three week three under the Discord week two under the Patreon. Yes. And um, you know. Obviously, the Patreon can always be a work in progress um, if there's, you know, we're always opening ideas, which is cool. Um, the Discord, though, if you haven't been on there, holy shit, you need to get over there. It is popping. It's been a it's... lot of fun. Holy hell, I didn't expect to be that much that fast. And it, we're, we're on there. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're around. <laughs> we're maybe around too much. It's well, we didn't. We weren't really sure how it was going to happen, so we were, you know, all three of us keeping an eye on it. Uh, who, where could we be? Who's going to be there? And then, boom, <laughs> out of fucking nowhere. It's it's been it's been a really good time, and yeah, you guys, 
if you haven't haven't been there yet, you know, the invite there is in our forums. And if you haven't been to our forums yet, come on. Come on. It's, what the hell are you waiting for? Yeah, right. Listen, this is Danny saying it. So it's time. <laughs> Quit screwing around. It, it's a good time. Be there. Yeah. Because you, you're, if I'm not there for you know, five or six hours because I'm sleeping, I've already missed a lot. Yeah. yeah that can happen, yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a good time, and you know, again, it's it's all part of joining, and being a part of our online community. We want you there. You'll have a good time, probably. If not, uh, we'll make it work. It'll be good. Come see us. Come hang out with us. Um, mm-hmm. Anything else? Uh, the contest. Oh, the contest. So we mentioned before that uh, we, you know, wanted to give a little something back and give some of that, that, that sweet, sweet drive-through RPG credit back to you guys, the listeners. And we weren't quite sure what that would look like. But we do know what that will look like now. So we're going to share that with you. Um, how this is going to work is the winners. There's going to be two winners, first and second place. Mm-hmm. And those will be a random drawing. You know, we're going to draw that out of a hat, probably the same tribal hat. So the winner <laughs> could be, you know, Dave Mustaine and Child of Gaia. But we'll figure, you know. Whoa. <laughs> well, you know, I don't see us bothering to empty the hat first is the thing. <laughs> So, <laughs> the, the winner is not going to be Child of Gaia. It's, I will empty the hat. And it's South Park. <laughs> Why is what? this even here? <laughs> what asshole puts South Park in the tribe bin? Okay, so yes. how do people get their names in the hat? Here's the fun thing, for us at least. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> to enter, number one, you have to be a member of our forums. Okay. Uh, because you're going to have to post a screenshot in the thread that will be created. Mm-hmm. And uh, so how you enter is you post a screenshot of you shilling for the podcast, advertising, you know, giving us a shout out somewhere that is not the Werewolf the Apocalypse Facebook group. Okay. We already have a presence there. We're already there. They're sick of hearing of us already. You're, you know, somewhere else. And the rules and everything will be... In that forum thread where they... Yeah, well, and I mean, it's pretty simple. You know, it's, it's one for one. You know, okay. if you, if you want to send a, put down 100 screenshots, well, you still only get one entry. Good but to know. First pr- we'll first, take 100 screenshots. <laughs> whatever's within your heart, man. But first prize is going to be $10 store credit from DriveThruRPG. Mm-hmm. Second prize will be $5 store credit from DriveThruRPG. All right. You know, just a little something that we can give back that will help, uh, you know, build your library up a bit. Now, when does the contest start? The contest starts next week, and that's going to be uh, August 4th. Okay. It's going to go through the entire month of August, mm-hmm. you know, and we will announce the winners on September 1st, the September 1st show. All right. And Keep an eye on the forums, because yep. that's when, as soon as you see in the forums, you know it started. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, the, the the 4th, 4th of August. 4th of August. You know, and I mean, look, if you're at the 3rd of August, you post a screenshot. If the thread's there, it's there. <laughs> you know, like, it's not really, a, it's not really, you didn't get, like, an advantage, because, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's a little something we thought would be fun to give back, and also, hey, it'll help us get the word out, you know, so uh, get out there and bother people from other avenues of the internet and tell them how great we are. Awesome. Jesus Christ, that's a sentence. <laughs> we have a that's lot fine. of those weird sentences. Oh, man. And that's why Porter's the one to do the business. Phrasing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gotta buy me dinner first, man. No. But let's back to our uh, temporary host. Because that's enough of the business. That's right. Daniel the Mouth Tyson. Daniel? <laughs> the Mouth? <laughs> the, the Mouth of the South? Wow. No. Okay, like Northeast. <laughs> <laughs> northeast, I'll take that. All right, well. Why we have a temporary host, Daniel Tyson, today, and not just Porter, we're going to talk about the Crescent Moons today, the Thurges. And while I am not a Thurge, Porter and Joey both have played Thurges, so we're going to try and ask them the questions and have them give out the temporary answers. No, I think they're permanent answers. Yeah, I feel like those answers aren't going to just, like, change... Uh, I write in pen, so it's, uh, you know. It depends on the question. Crayola, man, that's harder <laughs> oh, to get rid of. That is, yeah. That's why whenever we Crayola something in, it's permanent. <laughs> All right. So, the Crescent Moons. Tell me about them. 
well, okay. That's that's a broad question. <laughs> right? Just reckon you've seen the show before, right? <laughs> uh, so the Thurge is obviously it's the Crescent Moon. Um, okay. They are the Seers. Uh, they, I mean, they have a great, great many fucking jobs in the nation. Right. But uh, they are the ones who maintain the bonds of the spirit. Uh, they they keep an eye on the rights and act those. They, they, there's a lot of their play. Yeah, they have a huge job description. They're they're the mystics. They're I mean, God. You know, spiritual leaders, advisors, as well as you know, ten foot tall murder machines when yeah. they need to be. Garo's got a Garo. <laughs> yes, I I like the the phrase the the mystics of the Garo nation. That's kind of one of my favorites as I was researching. Because I am not a Thurge. I pay very little attention to what Thurges do other yeah. than our own games. Bad idea. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yes, it is. But you know, had to have something to talk about for today. So, yeah, that's, like I said, I like the mystics of the Garu Nation. So, I, I okay, like them then. too. <laughs> All right. Again, so you've both played Thurges. Mm-hmm. And Porter, I believe you said Thurge was your favorite auspice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love the big fan of the Thurges. Okay. So then, because Porter said it's his favorite, he'll go first. Cool. Why did you pick Thurge? Well, I mean, that was a long time ago, damn. That was your first character, right? No, no. That was my second character. Sekhmet Rainmaker. Okay. Um, you know, my my first one was a Get Around, like everybody else's. <laughs> <laughs> Not mine. This seems easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Uh, yeah, Silent Strider Thirsch, you know, Segment Rainmaker. Um, you know, I took it because there's the, there, there's so much, there's so much more, uh, when, when you factor in the, the spirit realm. I mean, you know, it's the, the Umbra in its own vastness is a thing, you know, and then there's the, the, the ritualistic side of the nation and all these rites that can just get swept under the rug, mm-hmm. you know, and then the dealing with the spirits and how interesting that is. You know, it, it's just all these extra levels. I mean, there's like I said, there's a lot on their plate. And there's a lot of extra duties by being a Thurge. But that's kind of the reward. Right, right. You know, you can really think out of the box. You can really do some cool shit if you're, let's say, Thurge-minded, I, I guess. Yeah, and I, I like the, the phrase Thurge-minded because... Because you just rolled your eyes, though. <laughs> that's just my natural reaction to you. I don't like being Danny. <laughs> I don't. I don't like the Danny seat. Uh, He's we'll in the Danny seat today. Um. Anyway, <laughs> where was I? Um, Thurge minded. Thurge minded. Yeah, it, it does take a different mindset to play a Thurge. You you have to think in spirit types and, and you know really be able to figure out how they talk and and what their metaphors are you know what will insult them what will you know encourage them and on top of that you've got the rights you've got the duties you've got your pack pulling at you nine ways to sunday um you know and and then you got to go and save Gaia as well. Yeah, you got a job to do. And then, you know, I think every time that there's a question about the Umbra, everyone looks at the Thurge. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you should know You know, you should know your shit. I've, I've always been, you know, I know what you're fucking talking about. If you don't, though, they're still looking at you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you better make something up quick. You know, and that's the thing is there, and there are rules. And there, there are always rules, and those rules are always the same unless they're not, you know, which sounds like what am I talking about, but that's kind of the point. Yeah. There's there's so much vastness in things that it doesn't follow regular logic all the time. And you have to be prepared for that. Any examples? Well, there's there's plenty. <laughs> um you know, I mean the first thing and this is we're getting a little maybe umbra here. Yeah. But the first thing I think about is flux to where and yeah, which is the realm of the wild and everything's a nightmare. But uh let's let me tune that back and talk maybe more specifically about spirit dealing so I don't confuse the issue. Okay. You know, and, and it's like Joey said, you know, you, you were talking about how you, you do have to talk to spirits differently depending on what they are. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there are spirits that have no concept of past or even future, you know. Um, there are, and everything understands things from the context of itself. Right. 
you know, you can't talk to a rock spirit about an airplane. What the fuck is an airplane? <laughs> well, and like, you know, to a fire spirit, trying to describe, you know, getting old, you'd say something like, my flame grows dim. It's nice. Thank you. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that one. You certainly couldn't go, man, look, I'm turning 50 tomorrow. My what? back hurts. I, you know, they don't get it. Yeah, what's a back? What do you even, what's wrong with you? Oh, I, that fire one, that's good. I'm going to save that one for later. <laughs> what? I don't know, just a, okay. an example to keep in mind. Like oh, no, okay, okay. It's an example. I was just, like, what, are you, like, what are you doing with that later? <laughs> I don't want to know. Please turn the camera and mic off for that. <laughs> That's your personal business. And double check, is Danny will spy on your shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so Porter's character was Sekhmet Rainmaker. That's right. How about you, Joey? Oh, Jasmine. Jasmine Rose. Yeah. Yeah, she was, she was pretty crazy. Oh, that was fun. I, I think you've actually... Uh, Encountered Jasmine. Oh, as one of Porter's now NPCs. Yeah, yeah. Um, it Jasmine rages till sunrise. Yep. Yes. Yeah, that she one was. That is familiar. Not <laughs> Jasmine Rose. <laughs> well, she went through a couple of changes. Yes, she did. So. Yeah, a little little background on that. Then, anytime somebody in Porter's story no longer uses that character, Porter takes them and makes them an NPC. What? Or makes little tweets here and there but yeah it's it's first of all it's not every time and it it depends on the character and yeah i do i, I change things and i you know i don't just rip people's stuff off all right i want to make that clear just no no and, and with jasmine i mean you read the write-up that i wrote for mm -hmm. right and it's not was, the same as what porter had no <laughs> no but for the character that i played um you know i did a write-up and it was for the weekend game yeah and so it, it was, you know, instead of a one shot, it was a two shot. Yeah, we did a doubleheader that weekend. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I flew in for that game. Yep. Um, and then when I was done with that weekend, I was basically done with that character. Yeah, it was just a guest spot character. So. So, like, it was almost designed to be meta plot after yeah. the fact. Yeah. And, okay. and so. You know, I just handed over my character sheet, and we talked about her her transformation to an NBC, and I had a lot of input in that. And then, like, of, of course, when you guys met this character, you know, I often like to tweak, you know, like, I'll use the same characters, but I will change, or the same setting, but I will change things. So it's not the same old shit over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. And so for that, we took, we took uh, the Jasmine character at a different point in her life. And turned her into Hurricane Jasmine. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Hurricane Jasmine? Hurricane Jasmine. It's what, yeah. we, it's what we call her. <laughs> Sounds awesome. So, I mean, that differentiates the Jasmine that I played versus the NPC Jasmine. Because right. the NPC Jasmine is Hurricane Jasmine. Okay. Because she blows into town and wrecks shit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then leaves. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then, going back to your, your Thurge-minded... Uh, comment. Sorry. Okay. Your third, your third minded comment. You have a favorite Thurge moment for Jasmine? Oh, 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 oh. you know not what you ask, good sir. <laughs> I'd love to hear it. We're getting to that already. All right. All right. That's um. That's early in the game for this one. Yeah. So they, God, what was it? It was some kind of building that they had to get into. With the security, and it was just a nightmare. And um, I saw this 18-wheeler, you know, tractor-trailer, and I'm like, huh, yeah, I, I, can, I can use that to, to break down the wall, of, you know, get into the building. And, I mean, there was, there was no subtlety at this point. Alarms were blaring. Um, was, was one of the guys already, the, did he... Was he already grabbed by the seducer or whatever it was? I, I see what you're doing. Okay, um, you're that was two different set, two different locations. Okay. Um, they were we we were doing the. Um... God, this was years ago. No, so. no, it was so. 
Yeah, you guys had, uh, it was the, the taint. We're, we're doing some Pentec shit. Yeah. Is what was going on. You know, hey, we've tainted the product, you know, making. But where uh, was the truck? The truck was in the yard. Yeah. Because it was I a know. distribution center. Okay. And it was locked up tight because, but it, the, the alarms were not on yet. It was the old place. You guys went in guns a blazing, which led to the car chase. Oh, okay. Okay. So they, they followed it back to the, to the distribution center, which was all kind of locked up, but had not yet sprung an alarm. Okay. Okay. And she was looking for ingress. Yeah. I needed to get in there. And, um, like, wasn't able to hotwire the truck or something. I don't think you even tried. (laughs) I was thinking about it. I just didn't have the the score. (laughs) I didn't have the dots on my paper. Yeah, I don't don't think you even made the attempt. There was stuff going on in my brain. (laughs) Um, yeah. So... I did the Rite of Spirit Awakening, okay. and I woke that truck up. <laughs> and then what did you do? <laughs> and then I convinced it that there was wide open road on the other side of that building, and it just had to get through that building, through that you... big wall, and it would be wide open spaces where it could just run. You convinced the spirit of the truck. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And he just made a big hole hole for you. You no longer need a door. Right. But in the process of making that giant hole in the wall, the truck in the physical realm, Mm -hmm. oh, it didn't fare so well. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No. Have you ever seen a, a tractor trailer hit a wall going as fast as it could? It didn't, it didn't survive. And, of course, its spirit didn't do too well either what, yeah. with the Horde of Banes. So, essentially, she woke this, She woke up the spirit. She gave it life to convince it to kill itself mere seconds later. <laughs> kind of rude. It was a Hurricane Jasmine moment, okay? <laughs> well, at least you can admit this. And, you know, actually, we're, we'll go back to that in a second, too. Okay. Because, you know, I think of... Um, I'm, I'm thinking of a story. This wasn't a segment story, mm-hmm. but this was uh, this was one. Um, the player was uh, the, the character was Vidoma Amen. Yes, and uh, they were in the Amazon, mm-hmm. where um, a character that was with them had stepped on a landmine. Mm-hmm. And okay, well, well, we're aware of it, you know, like oh, oh yeah. shit, guys, problem. It's like that uh, that that you know cop TV show where somebody, you know, activates a pressure sensor and, yeah. you know, there's sweat and the bomb squad and everything else. Right. But, of course, it's the Amazon. Right. So it's not just going to be as simple as, well, we'll deal with the mine. No, no. other shit's going down. So we got to do this on the quick. So what does Vodoma do is she goes and she activates the spirit. She wakes it up. Mm-hmm. And convinces it not to explode when this NPC puts his, takes his foot off the mine. Hey. He says, you know, hey, you know, I want to go, boom, ah, you know, and she's like, oh, no, it's okay. We're going to, if you don't now, if you wait, I am going to give you just such a, such an explosion. It's going to be amazing. You know, something that no one has ever, they'll talk about it forever. And she convinces it. And she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And so she puts this landmine in her fucking backpack. So she's walking around with an activated, awakened. Landmine. Landmine. In her backpack. Who she has, again, promised. That is going to have a most epic explosion. And, you know, and this thing obviously is not, I mean, it wants to explode. That's its purpose. So you can imagine that's not a spirit that's going to be overly patient or intelligent. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say intelligent because it only knows the one thing. And they walk that fucking landmine right into Camp Apocalypse. Oh. And, and that is the headquarters. That, that is the main camp for the War of the Amazon. You know, that's where Gogol, Thanks First, and Crick Rum Wrangler are. The and, entire leadership of the Amazon War. And she brings this thing, like, within feet of the man. Oh, my God. How irresponsible. And see, that's what I'm saying. But here we go. All right. And this is mm-hmm. why I'm choosing this story. Because I think it, it uh, it's a great example next next to the the jasmine story about different um i guess spirit theory yeah you know in vidoma's case 
you know, she made she made a deal with a spirit. Yep. To, you know, to yeah, to save to save a friend. Fine. But she was bound and determined to honor the pact she just made with this spirit. Yeah. She she would honor her word and she would do right by it because it's a it's sacred and it's a sacred duty to do so. I understand that. Well, sure. And then the other hand, you have Jasmine, who, you know, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm about to, haha. <laughs> is, um, is, well, you know, correct me if I'm wrong here, obviously, was using, you know, the, um, the spirit as a means to an end. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you can go, well, one of those is abhorrent, one of them isn't, but look. They're both <laughs> equally. There's just, yeah, exactly. That's, and that's what makes it such a great example. You know, because there's, there's so much gray area in that. Yeah. And, and that's part of it, too, is that there's, there's so many different ways to look at your duties and how to go about them in the, in the theories behind that. So it's why I love those two stories together. No, it makes a lot of sense. And I was kind of waiting to ask you about segment, but we can wait a little bit longer because I'm sure you have a segment story. I have a couple. I'm sure. Okay. Then, what does being a Thurge mean to you? Hope. <laughs> No, okay. Uh, <laughs> wow. Did, did you say help or hope? Hope. Okay. Well, if he's Danny this week, I was half expecting help. <laughs> that's that's, that, a, that's fair. That's a good golly gee, boss. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a big question. I know. Look at Danny with these big questions. I know he's all grown up. You know? Oh, see, here's the thing. It's, it's, the, it's he's in the big chair. <laughs> I'm in the big chair. Ooh. We've had these almost all these same questions for every Oscar, so why not keep it going? Let's keep it uniform. No, you're right. I mean, that's that's the series. That's what this is about. So we're just in the hot seat this time, and we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> kind of asshole writes that question. <laughs> well, dude. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> just come up it, sir. <laughs> no, um... You know, being the that bridge between the spirit and the physical, you know, being that that um, that source of wisdom, you know, in terms of the spirit realm for your pack, you know, to the that someone, I mean, there's a thirst to to understand better than any of the the kind of the Gnostic bond between everything, you know. It's we we've talked before about the idea of people using the Umbra as like a just a transportation method or a convenient or or whatever. And it's it's not that for a thirsh, mm-hmm. you know. There's the there's the there's the spirituality of it all. There's and again the the creativity necessary to deal with some of the spirits. And, and the, this guy's kind of the limit with that. Yeah. You know, there's you know, well, what can you do with the spirits? What can't you do? As long as you're clever and reasonable and mm-hmm. you know. And like, Guru are one third man, one third wolf, one third spirit. That's true. So the Thurge is the interpreter of that. You know, it, it's the person that connects them with, with their spirit. Not a bad point. Okay, but then my next question is, any Garu can contact spirits, correct? <laughs> kind of. It, it's probably a little easier for Thurge. Well, it's uh, you're, you're going to need to know the right of spirit summoning. You need to know kind of what you're doing, depending on the type of spirit. You need spirit speech, and I mean, even then, that's up to your interpretation. And I suppose that's your storyteller's job. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I I was thinking first of all just spirit speech because you know how do you talk to something if it doesn't know how to talk to you? Right. You know, like, and I know um, different groups handle that differently. Okay. Um. You know, for ours, you know, I've always been pretty clear that if if the spirit couldn't talk to you on a normal day, then you need spirit speech. Yeah. You know, a ghost can talk to you. An ancestor spirit can talk to you because it's a thing that could already talk. Mm-hmm. You know, it already spoke English. Well, and the, um, what is it, the uh, ephemera spirits that think they're human or whatever? Sure. Like, they don't, they don't realize that they're spirits. Right. But so. again, that's that, it falls under that criteria is it, it doesn't, it could speak to you. The thing that it's a spirit of could speak to you. You know, mm-hmm. you can't talk to a squirrel spirit, for example, without spirit speech. Right, right. I mean, that's how I do it to make the, here's the difference. Yep. You know, because let's look at it this way. How do you talk to your ancestors if you don't have spirit speech? Mm. The fuck is it? You know, so no, 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 no. It, it, it could talk, it could talk. Like, 
I can go outside and talk to a damn squirrel. It's not going to understand me. Right. Or talk back. Right. If it does talk back, I, I, I think that we all have bigger problems. No, I think you have a bigger problem. <laughs> but you were saying, Danny. Uh, well, you know, the question is that any Garu can get into the Umbra. Any, most Garu could probably talk to spirits or some version of. Again, provided you have the necessary things. Right. So if that can happen with anybody, how is Thurge not the most useless of all the auspices? Um, Thurge's <laughs> do it better. They're specifically trained for it. Um, also, let, let's jump on this. Um, Mother's Touch is a level one Thurge gift. Danny, can you think of a time? <laughs> 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 Where you mean Mother's Touch may have saved your ass. Maybe every time. Hmm. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe he's thinking about one in particular time. Oh, it, oh, no, nothing specific, no. Not I, at all. Not at all, yeah. Not at um, all. How, you know, how about all those gifts that you use that you're so fond of? Well, those were taught to you by spirits, and the reason the spirits taught you that is because of the pact between the Garu and the spirits a long fucking time ago, a pact that the Thurges uphold. Let me ask you, how would you uphold that pact, Danny? Is, is a... That's, I like that answer. <laughs> <laughs> is, but is a, you know, is a... What are you? It's a philodox. Wow. <laughs> How would you... Um, it's been too long, guys. It, yeah, I know. Jesus, we need to game again. Is a philodox. How would you uh, solve that? Going to get a thirge. Oh! oh. <laughs> yeah. Again, we're trying to keep these the series uniform here, and you've asked that question. No, no, you... you every single you, one. No, I, I endorse so it. Far. I'm just... This, this is how I refuted it, and... Not as good as trying to be you, devil's advocate. You, you, you were caught off. See, so you were caught off guard. I knew this question was coming, and, and I just felt <laughs> I'm gonna beat you over the head with it. Touche. <laughs> well, yeah. That's how how would I hold it up with one arm? With that one that arm. was good. That was good. <laughs> Joy, what do you think? Why they're not the least useless? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a phrasing. Yeah, phrasing. Good phrasing. Yeah. All right. How about how about I the, rephrase it a little bit differently for Joey? Go for it. Why would they be considered the most important for a pack? Well, it's a different thing entirely. But that is it. that is a different thing entirely. Do you feel they're the most important? Yeah. I'm going to second that, actually. Yeah. I mean, they wear so many different job titles. Their job is so encompassing in even daily guru life. You know, I mean, it's... It's everything from, you know, potentially opening a moon bridge and cutting out, you know, three days of driving across the country in a stolen vehicle, you know, um, to um, the rite of talisman dedication. So we're not naked when we shift out. Just saying. Like, it's every little aspect. It's, you know doing the proper rites to the ancestors. It's showing the spirits that we need them, we want them, and getting their help. Upholding the packs, upholding the, you know, I mean, even Kinderheart. Which is the, the totem in our, it is a homebrew totem for our sect. But, you know, let's let's jump onto that. Yeah, it, it's placating um, the, the Cairn totems. It's how about the rite of Cairn building? Yeah. It allows those to exist in the first place. You know, um, the the work is a spiritual leader, a confessor, a guide. You know, the Thurges arguably do more for the nation than any other two or three auspices combined. Interesting. Huh. I never thought of it that way. Oh, that's really cool, though. All right, well, then let's let's kind of pivot back to sect then. Okay. Because I'd, uh, I'd say he's probably one of my top three favorite of the NPCs. Well, thank you. He is pretty uh, cool. Yeah, I, I think Sekhmet's been there since maybe the very beginning of our entire our entire pack's story. Chapter four. Is it four? It's chapter four. Two or three. Okay, well, moving on. But give me a good Sekhmet story. A good Sekhmet story. Man, I don't know. Um. <laughs> that 
hunter hasn't heard before. Well, no, no, that's easy because you know you got to keep in mind this, as I mentioned before, is that I, I will tweak characters, you right. know, as, as I go and in different iterations. So you know, this is this is a new iteration of segment that you're dealing with. You know, um, something that's always been true is he's been the leader of a pack called the Silent Howl, and they've always been a pretty well-known pack. You know, they're, they, they, they take on the messenger role. You know, they, they, they join Sekhmet in his doing the messenger thing. Yep. You know, so, you know, globetrotting, you know, adventure. Those were those kind of stories back then. And um, the difference this time around is I made Sekhmet kind of a prima donna. <laughs> I thought it would be oh. fun if in this version he, he not only read his own press, but maybe he had a hand in writing some of it. <laughs> and it's been a lot of fun. But, you know, I can think back to a time when, um, you know, the pack again, the Silent Howl, there's, there's this big, I don't want to say argument, but I'll say a heated meeting mm-hmm. over how to infiltrate this skyscraper. You know, there's, there are files here on floor X. And I mean, this was a long, this was a long time ago, guys, so bear with me on the details. But, you know, the, the MacGuffin is on floor X of this stupid high rise and we have to get it. Time is a factor. So, like, we can't wait till closing. We can't wait till, you know, to off hours. You know, it's tainted like crazy. So we could try the Umbro, but that's not a better solution. No. You know, we need a distraction. We need this. We need that. And in the pack, you know, they're, they're in their apartment. They're in the living room and they're arguing. You know, well, we'll do this. No, that won't work. That's stupid. We'll do this. Sekman is not, however. He's sitting on the floor of the apartment. Building a pyramid of empty beer bottles. <laughs> in the middle of an argument, someone's just kind of playing. The, the leader of the pack okay. is, is just completely tuned out to this nonsense. It is building little, he's building a pyramid. You know, what are you doing, you idiot? Well, I love my material correspondence. Gotcha. So I was building that as an offering to the glass elemental that I summoned. <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> okay. To get his help to cause a distraction. And I actually had convinced the elemental to th- that it would be more impressive if there was more of it. And a great way I, further to be more of it would be to I shatter all of the windows in that skyscraper at the same time. Oh. I saw where that was going. <laughs> <laughs> Why one big piece when you can have thousands and thousands of little tiny pieces of glass? Everyone can worship your splendor. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was fun. We got lightning and thunder. Oh, do we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm starting to get it too. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, I'm a big, big fan of material correspondence as a thirsh. Oh I, yeah, I fucking, I fucking love it. You know, so when I, I like to play around with shit like that all the time. You have any other smaller examples? Uh, top of my head, I. I Summoned a, well, it's not really smaller, but I summoned a sandstorm to cover our uh, escape from the desert at one point. Kind of cool got idea. into the sh- kind of got into the shit over Elman Gordo. <laughs> it's like oh, <laughs> so yeah. All right. Well, then you said Segment was the the leader of that pack. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard it very often, but what would, how could a Thurge be considered a good leader over your typical around or even Philodots? Well, I don't know how to answer this without being a jerk. <laughs> it was definitely smarter than an Aaron. <laughs> okay. That, that's mean and unfair, and I don't mean that. <laughs> um, because, you know, you're, again, your mileage may vary. Right. You know, um, but I would point out that a third, especially one that deals with spirits often, um, might be more inclined to come up with... Um, an out-of-the-box solution. There we go. Thank you. There you're we welcome. go. You're um, uh, what do you think? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think the the Thurges are global in their thinking. You know, your standard Ahran, they have a hammer and all of their problems are nails. I like that. Um, I mean, and I mean, again, we're, we're, we're generalizing here. Yeah, but. yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I, I'm playing an Ahran, so guess what? Um, you, your Philodoxes can get into debates. Right. And, you know, they can lose themselves in, you know, trying to figure out the best well, quote. 
way. Well, also, at the end of the day, there's right and there's wrong. And maybe there's shades of gray in between, but a thirst doesn't see the white, the black, and the shades of gray. They also see the purple and the green and the yellow and the yeah. mauve. And the, I don't even know if that's a color. What do we call that? Uh, yeah. Blurble berry? <laughs> the berry. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so. Sounds like a bad cake. What do you got against cake? I, I what do you got against Blurbleberry? Everything, considering I've never heard it before. <laughs> well, that's, I don't like change. You just you, the schools have failed you, sir. <laughs> I don't like public change. schools, guys. I mean, Jesus. I know it's public, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there you go. And I mean, to be fair, you know, in the interest of fairness, I mean, this wasn't your question, but fuck it. In the case of Sekhmet, he was more the leader because. Um, of his reputation and his worldliness, you know, he, he while not a diplomat, <laughs> had been around and seen enough and had enough of a reputation that he, he was kind of the guy to call the shots because, hey, maybe they're in Marrakesh today, maybe they're, you know, in Italy tomorrow, and now they're in Kansas. Sekhmet had the seniority. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I mean, again, again, wasn't really relevant, but we're throwing it out there. We're talking and about I mean, it. that's a thing, too. That can, that can totally happen. Now, back to Hurricane Jasmine. Oh, boy. Would, would she be a good leader? In- <laughs> 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 I mean, clearly we know the answers. No. Oh, why don't you tell the listeners why not? funny. Okay, are we specifically talking Hurricane Jasmine? Because yeah, Hurricane- those are two very different answers. Yeah. Okay, well then... The, Do you want both the- answers? Sure. Okay, Hurricane Jasmine, no, she's she's a one-man band. She travels on her own, she flies into town, she wrecks shit, you know, she kills a bunch of vampires, and she's out, you know. Um, that That's Hurricane Jasmine. She doesn't want to be bogged down, she doesn't want to pack, she, no, mm-mm. She's got too much fun to have. Um, okay, so how about the, the Jasmine Rose that you played, specifically? Yeah, I I ended up rolling that pack and becoming the leader. Um, it it was kind of an accident, but <laughs> they were screwing up. Um, I mean, we got into a, a gunfight with vampires. Well, it was security too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, ironically, no. the Silent Hall was there for that. Yeah, job. <laughs> yeah. The, the Silent Hall was there. That was pretty funny. Ironic. Um, you know, maybe that's where she met Sekhmet. No, they meant before, remember? Yep. Because um, your write-up was Yeah, not anyway. The point. <laughs> anyway. Um, back to the story. Yeah. So they they got into this this gunfight and you know, Jasmine took the Alpha's gun and started popping off shots, ran out of ammo, handed him the gun and said, Reload me and he did. Just just took the gun right from him, huh? Yeah. And um <laughs> Yeah, it, was that was that the the battle that she ended up jumping on the flaming vampire, or was that yes. a different one? Same battle. Okay, yeah, no, they the somehow set a vampire on fire, and That's perfect. Yeah, yeah, and um, like they had to take it down. They had to finish it off, and she um she ended up jumping on it to to kill it. So yeah, when she's got to jump on a flaming vampire. To get the job done, these dudes are idiots. And, I hope there's um, a pool nearby. <laughs> no, she was she was kind of pissed. She was like, then when they got back to you know the sept, she told the leadership that they were idiots and they shouldn't have been allowed in the field. It, it was it was actually pretty awesome because <laughs> <laughs> she was going to the sept to their home sept by coincidence. Right. There was a rite that was going to be happening soon that she wanted to see. You know, it's one of these, it was unique to that location. She wanted to see it, so crazy random happenstance. We're all going the same way. It's almost <laughs> like a storyteller had a plan. So, you know, so they get there, and, and she, she enters the bond. She does her home announcement. Which they didn't do. And, oh, yeah. in her own set? They right. didn't do? Yeah. Oh, man. And, and Bad she, idea. <laughs> and, you know, she, she gets she gets into the bond, and she immediately has to speak to the elders, and she, she walks to the, to the head of the Council of Elders, and she takes a knee, and, you know, she learned the elders, and she's like, oh, you know, Kasai, blah, 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 you know, my name is, she does the proper introductions, and the elder is impressed, because kids today. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, how may I help you then, you know, young Jasmine? These children have no business in the field. They are going to get talented Garu killed. It was irresponsible and reckless to let them out of this sept in the first place. And I challenge this idiot for Alpha. Wow. <laughs> and and the, the guy who played the Alpha, his, he went pale. His jaw <laughs> He had no idea this was coming. <laughs> oh, man. Did you make him cry, Joey? Uh, it was close. I think he wanted to vomit. <laughs> he was he rocked his world. Yeah, and and I think I did it to first blood. And yep, it was a challenge. It was combat to first blood, and you won. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I think I did like a backflip over him and tagged him with a claw or something. It was it was just, yeah, he he was gobsmacked. <laughs> It was really cool. <laughs> but, like, somebody in the howl almost got really badly hurt. Yeah. And it was over something stupid that should have never happened. No, it's true. So, essentially, she saved them. No, she, I mean, she did, you would argue she did the right thing. It was just a baller fucking move. <laughs> 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 she, she's there for two stories. <laughs> and then took over as Alpha that pack. Right. But, I mean, it was... been a, running... For how long at that point? Yeah, but I mean, this this is a great example of playing the character. Because, you know, yeah. Joey knew she wouldn't be in town three days from now. Yeah. So she's certainly not going to continue playing in this game. But it was right for the character to do, and that's the most important thing. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a good point. <laughs> so rude, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me, it was Jasmine. Also, was she rude? She did the Howl of Announcement. She introduced herself formally. She took a knee. She asked permission to speak freely. That was very. All of those things were very polite, Danny. I don't know what you're talking about. How long was that group playing together before Joey got there? Oh, that was the end of the first Chronicle, so I want to say it was about uh, 12 or 13 stories. Okay, well then, then I'll give Joey a little credit at that point, because at that point, that group should have known better. Yeah. And, like, you know, take care of business. And if somebody says, give me your gun, don't give them your gun. (laughs) Use it first. If you had to use it, that means he wasn't. Exactly. And, like, when she ran out of bullets, she just, like, full arm handed the gun back to him and said, reload me (laughs) to the alpha. And he took the gun reloaded it and handed it back to her now some people might argue well that's just being a good teammate but then you, <laughs> there's also the argument of well, what the what were you doing that you had time to be reload monkey <laughs> like why why yeah. do you think that's your job <laughs> this is just wait for people to run out of bullets <laughs> mr alpha Ex- exactly <laughs> Who needs the next magazine? Who needs it? I got it right here. Right? Exactly. Does anyone like, like a water or a quiche? <laughs> a quiche. Yeah, why not? <laughs> we, 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 maybe uh, I mean, a little too. Uh, what else you got for us, Danny? Uh, I mean, no, it's, it's kind of it. I mean, just the, uh, the, the good leaders part, and then, I guess, really just final thoughts. Oh, wow. All right. unless, you, unless you guys have any other statements you want to make. Well... I do, I do notice that he didn't ask us um, how we would convince a new player to play a Thirsh. And, you know, I'll, I'll take that one right, right right, from you. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, so I don't have to repeat it. <laughs> right. No, I, I wouldn't. I, 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 That's my answer, too. <laughs> yeah. The, the Thirsh and the Galliard are, are the two most complicated, most involved auspices in the game. And they're rewarding and... You know, they're, they're interesting. And, you know, this is another Gallard episode. We'll get there. But, you know, the Thurge, in particular, I think is, is really rewarding. It's really fun, and it, it can be challenging in, like, the best ways. But I think you need to have your your nuts and bolts gameplay on lockdown. I agree. You really need to know what the fuck you're doing. Because here's the thing, and we've talked about similar things in other episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can uh, compensate from having, like, a shitty out-round. Right. You know, that can happen. This guy's bad at it, but we can work around it. You know, um, someone's a crappy ragabash. You're probably if you have a bad thirsh. Oh, life is bad. Yeah, it it's it's a 
it's a detriment to your group. You, and you notice. Yeah. You know, and like an unexperienced group, maybe they don't notice because they're not aware, you know, of, of what the, of the potential, mm-hmm. but it, it can really damage a group. Yeah. So no, if you're new, don't, maybe don't play a thirst right away. Not unless you're oh. really, we're really, really willing to, to hit the ground running and do the homework. So you're saying it's more of a higher skill gap? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. And I mean, if That's... somebody's willing to put in the homework. Right, but you have to do the work. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, otherwise you're playing a crappy third. And again, you're a little bit screwing over your team. Yeah. All right. So any uh, advice for those who are trying that out? Other than the homework? Well, I think that's the main thing. You know, you can make decisions, and we go back to that example of the Jasmine versus the Vidoma. You, you can have a different outlook and make different decisions as, as to how to tackle a scenario, but you need to understand the scenarios first. Yeah, maybe maybe read the chapter in the Book of Auspice and, and really, really figure out what your jobs are, and then, you know, think about how you can meet those. If you're willing to. Yeah, yeah. Because if you look at this and you go, ah, oh, that seems like, well, then this is not the auspice for you. Not, but, at least not right now. But if it's like a new new pack of all new players, somebody's going to have to bite that bullet. True. So, you know, maybe you can work with the storyteller and run some spirit communication training exercise runs. I think that's a great idea. So every pack should at least have a version in it. Uh, definitely. Yeah. It's it's a must-have in my book. Oh, yeah. I mean, ideally, a deep pack should have one of everything, but you, you definitely need a third. Yeah. All right. And uh, I guess final thoughts. I think those were my final thoughts. <laughs> Every pack needs a third. Go. Right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you guys got nothing else, then uh, we uh, hop over to the corner. I'm not. I'm not going in the corner with you, Danny. Okay, find the other corner. I'm not going to the corner with you, Danny. Fine. The Cubs corner. We got a question for the Cubs. I got a question for the Cubs corner. All right. Hit me with the Cubs corner question. You know what? All right. yourself with a Cubs corner question, because I probably don't have the answer to it. All right, host of the show right now, Daniel Tyson. <laughs> We've got one coming in from Eric, who says, I'd love to hear you guys detail on building a sept. That's definitely you, man. <laughs> this is our story. Yeah, yeah, host of the show, Danny. How did we build a sept? Temporary host of the show, Danny, who still doesn't know shit about storytelling. <laughs> okay, temporary fill-in, Danny. Yes. How do, how, how do we... Person sitting in Danny's seat, how do we build a sept? Well, this is this is a terrible trick. Okay. What I just did here is a terrible, terrible trick to pull on Danny. Uh, but no, uh, we, we did get... You know, Eric was the first one, and that's why he gets the credit. But there were a couple other people that kind of second and thirded the, the question, mm-hmm. as they'd love to hear about you know what what goes into building you know your homebrew concept. And you know, we like the question so goddamn much that we're not going to answer it because that's going to be an episode in the future. So stay tuned on that. Oh, oh. So we're doing an entire episode on our sept and on building a sept and how okay. we would build a sept. Yep, I got three or four homebrews I can run out there, but. It's it's such a big question that I felt it deserves, and it's a good question. It is that a it good deserves question. its own episode, but we didn't get to it. You know, it was one of those questions that we asked people to come in with questions, and then we forgot like five of them. You know, <laughs> you know, oops. So I wanted to address that. You know, we we we. It's a counterfeit Cubs corner, is what that was. Okay. Well, well I have, Joey's got a real one. I I have an actual Cubs corner question. Yeah. Well, before before you ask it, let's just. Well, thank you, Eric, and all the other ones who were asking the questions then, because we need those, and that's what's keeping the Cubs Corner alive. Exactly. No, that's true. That's true. So, my my authentic Cubs Corner question. (laughs) (laughs) What books should I get to start a game? It's a really good question, host Daniel Tyson. What do you think? W20. I mean... you only want one at a time, go with W20. Yeah, I mean, W20 has everything you're going to need to get off the ground. Well, the argument is that's, you know, a core book, whether it's right. W20, second edition, third, revised, whichever one that might be is a core is the only one that you need. Mm-hmm. But 
I think we can do better than that. Oh, I know we can do better than that. So let's do better than that, and um, you're gonna. If, let's assume you're gonna go with number twenty. Mm-hmm. Or I'm sorry, with uh, Werewolf Twenty because that's the most recent version, and it's a great version. Of just bottom line. Yeah. So you are gonna probably want number twenty, but you definitely want the Book of Auspices. Yes. That's gonna be a huge boon to to both storyteller and player. Um, storytellers uh, handbook, the revised edition is a good book. That's gonna help with your storytellers. Uh, player's Guide to the Garu, which again, both of those are revised books. You know, you can hand that over to your players. Um, let's see, the Tri books obviously, are kind of a must-have. It's like you're making a grocery list. Well, you're going to do it, you do it right, right? But if, if you're on a limited income, say you're a student or, you know, you just don't have that much free money floating around. Sure. Core book first. Yeah, core book first. Second, what's number two? Damn. I'd say auspices, but that's me. You're a storyteller, not me. Well, I mean, that's that's the thing is... There's the storyteller needs, and then there's the player's needs. Right. You know, um, the Book of Auspices is a fantastic resource for your players. Right. But a storyteller's guide will be a great resource for your storyteller. And so, who needs more help? Right. And also, there are, you know, divide and conquer options. Because if you're starting a game, you've got multiple people. Yes. And you each can buy different books. Exactly. Um, when we started, not not we, the, not us here at this table, but when I started playing, you know, way back when, you know, we were in God, junior high. Mm-hmm. And so we would split the cost of the books, you know, evenly so that we could afford to get books more often. Exactly. So, you know, there there are different ways to go about getting books no absolutely and you know you point out the drive through rpg you can get the pdfs which are much cheaper or you can get the print on demands which are which are really nice and if you can do them do them yeah but if for now it's the five dollar print on demand you know the p or the pdf that you know you can hey let's we can all read this for now right right so yeah that i mean the p between the pdf or you know book sharing mm-hmm. and who knows, maybe you have a used bookstore in the area and you can crawl through for, you know. If you have a used bookstore with werewolf books there, it's a miracle. And write in and tell us where that is. But there's also that um, <laughs> that that Facebook group that the guy has that he, um, you can buy, sell, or trade. White Wolf Books. I did not know that. Um, that sounds like something that should probably go in the description of the episode. Yeah. That sounds like a useful thing. Yeah. We can, yeah. I can link that. I, I've run across it a couple times, and there there's a fair amount of werewolf around there. Excellent. So. But yeah, if you, if you have a local store that has some books, that has actual the werewolf books, write it in and tell us where, because I'm missing two. Mm. Two. Which ones are you missing? Two authors. Two authentic ones. I don't want to say out loud. Yeah. <laughs> because at that point it sounds like I'm saying, hey, you should send me a book. And that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm doing. We'll, we'll talk I'll about get my own there. damn books. That's fair. All right. Well. Okay, Tanny. you guys got something else. Take it home. Wrap it up. Uh, all right. Well, I don't know about wrapping it up, but, you know. Let me drop a beat. Thanks for dropping it down. Students, 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 students. Nope. <laughs> We want to thank you for listening to the show. Sorry it's been a shitstorm because Daniel Tyson is not your normal host and is not very good at this. But, but thanks good. for listening anyway. You want to contact us? You know where to reach. We got the email. Where is that at, Porter? It's uh, ridgeacrosspodcast at gmail.com, you weirdo. Okay. And you want to get a hold of mainly specifically Joey? Where can they reach you there? I'm on Twitter at ridgeacross. You want to hit specifically Porter up? He's over on Facebook. It's a true story. You want to have a good time and party with all three of us? Most likely, we'll be all there on the Discord. Uh, you want to... Phrasing? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, you know, it's true. Get over to the Discord, hang out with uh, with us, with, uh, with you know, the rest of the crew. Um, you know, Tom shows up there. Good yeah. the time. You know, we, we got the regular, we got, we got the listeners. Come in, hang out. Someone will bring streamers. That might be, you know, that might be a thing. 
Is there a pinata involved? There could be. Uh, uh, I'm looking into Silly Stream. <laughs> Check out the forums. Get the <laughs> link to the Discord. Become a member. Become part of our digital cater. Come hang out with us. Damn right. And hey, contest. Don't forget the contest. And the contest starts when, Porter? Starts August 4th. All right. Check out the forums, the Discord for all those details. And on behalf of everybody else here, I want to thank you for listening. And be excellent to each other. See you later, everybody.